0: Today, we're watching Star Trek, The Next Generation. With the Borg headed to Earth, only the Enterprise remains to try and stop them. But can the crew defeat their greatest threat and save their beloved Captain Picard from being permanently assimilated?
1: From September 22nd, 1990, it's Season 4, Episode 1, Best of Both Worlds, Part 2. Or, Locutus? More like... La hot ass. Uh, I'm Cam,
0: that's Dan, and this is Star Trek The Next Generation.
1: Oh, I see. (laughs) You really are telling me that the first three seasons of drudgery is just to get to this bullshit? No.
0: I'm saying that the first three seasons are charming and lovely, but that when people think fondly of Star Trek The Next Generation, most of the time the episodes are from seasons four, five, and six, and then seven. Not seven? Well, seven is kind of a dumpster fire, but. The ending is <laughs> remarkable.
1: It saves it. They stick the landing? Yep. Oh they, so they bring they back Ronald D. Moore?
0: Yeah. They didn't just stick Good. the landing. They made it. They won gold and then gold again. They won Emmys? No. <gasps> I wish. I, they should have won Emmys. Anyway, Dan. Cam. Now that you have seen the second episode, can you imagine what it would have been like to wait an entire summer and then come back for this?
1: Okay, it was July to September. It was not that long. That's an entire Um, summer. I mean, I waited like four or five days, and I was fine, (laughs) but I mean...
0: Yeah, but you also knew what's coming since you've seen all of the promos for all of the seasons and know that Captain Picard does indeed come
1: back. Well, yeah, but... And given the history of killing people off, I, I, yeah, I, I think I, I, I can understand intellectually. I can never understand. It's just like we can never understand what it was like to sit in a dark theater in nineteen eighty and hear, "No, Luke, I am your father." Yep. Um, I mean, that's not the right quote. It's "No, I am your father." Or to um, sit
0: in a dark theater in the top row of the Belasco and hear Ethel Merman sing "Anything Goes,"
1: and still have to plug your ears. Well, we're. Discussing great cliffhangers, not not that, but still, um, it's a great cliffhanger, Daniel. <laughs> that's, how was that, that a cliffhanger? Anything goes. Anything. <laughs> oh my God! What's gonna happen? Because she was producing so much sound that you thought the theater was going to collapse. Ah, but it didn't. But it that's did. the most excitement in a theater since the Civil War. Um, Lincoln. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: and the doctors who put their fingers in his head to try and get the bullet out. Everything's fine.
2: (laughs) Oh, oh no. Oh, that's not bullet. Oh, it's squishy. Oh, gross, 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 gross.
1: (sighs) They tried to jam a stick in there, but it ended up just sitting perfectly in the notch in his skull. And they're like, boy, this Lincoln log sure is. Oh, God.
0: I cannot believe you made that joke. I cannot. You thought
1: Lincoln logs? <laughs> uh, well, all right. Hey, Cameron. Yes, Dan. I know that the rest of the world knows that Captain Picard makes it through to the very end, and then he has the sequel series Picard. Although what a twist if that was all like a dream and he really was still assimilated. <laughs> if they end Picard and he's still like Locutus of Borg and then another single tear rolls down his face, I'm still holding out hope. That's what I hope Picard season two is. <laughs> <sighs> well, on that
0: horrifying note, here's the thing. On stardate 44001.4, the deflector disc discharge has no effect on the Borg cube. As Locutus reveals that the Borg have prepared for the attack using Picard's knowledge, every single aspect of his mind is now a part of the collective. And we so fucked. The Borg cube continues at warp speed towards Earth with the crippled Enterprise unable to follow. Upon reporting their failure to Hansen, Riker is promoted to captain and makes Shelby his first officer. The crew learn that the fleet of starships is massing at Wolf 359 to stop the Borg. Guinan suggests to Riker that he let go of Picard, since Picard's knowledge is being used to thwart Starfleet tactics. In order to defeat the Borg, and possibly save Picard's life, he will have to let go. The Enterprise, after arriving at Wolf 359, finds the fleet completely destroyed. Absolutely eviscerated. There are no survivors. Out of 40 starships, Yikes. We later learn it's 11,000 people who were either assimilated or just killed. It's a massacre. Uh, following the Warp Cube's trail to an intercept point, they hail and offer to negotiate with lacutus The request is denied, but the communication reveals lacutus's location within the cube. The Enterprise then separates into saucer and star drive sections. Although Shelby suggests attacking with the star drive section, Riker does the reverse and orders the saucer section to fire an antimatter spread near the cube, disrupting its sensors and allowing a shuttlecraft piloted by Data and Worf to pass through the shields and beam onto the Borg cube. They kidnap Locutus, but the Borg choose to ignore this as they have already assimilated all of his information and do not trust that the Federation is a threat. So, they continue to Earth. Data and Dr. Crusher create a neural link with Lacutus and gain access to the Borg collective consciousness. Data attempts to use the link to disable the Borg's weapons and defensive systems, but cannot, as they are protected by security protocols. Picard breaks free from Borg control and mutters, Sleep! Dr. Crusher comments that Picard must be exhausted from his ordeal. However, Data discovers that Picard is suggesting accessing the Borg regeneration subroutines, which are less protected than the key systems like weapons or power. Data issues a command to the Borg to enter sleep mode, causing their weapons and shields to deactivate. A feedback loop builds in the Borg cube, which destroys the vessel. Dr. Crusher and Data remove the Borg implants and augmentations from Picard. And the Enterprise stays at Earth. And awaits repairs in an orbital shipyard. Riker, although offered command of his own ship, insists that the remaining insists that remaining as first officer is where he belongs. Shelby is reassigned to a task force dedicated to rebuilding the fleet. Picard recovers physically, but is still disturbed by his ordeal, obviously. And so ends the best of both worlds, part two. My favorite little bit that I that always surprises me, even though I know it so well, is that the ship that Riker was supposed to command is destroyed. It's the third one that they listed, and it's just out there. It's missing half its saucer section, and it's just floating, and it's like, you know, just one of those little <laughs> fate? <laughs>
1: that could have been you, Billy Boy.
0: Could have been you, Billy Boy. You be D-E-D. Dead. It's a Melbrox joke. Don't look at me
1: like that. I know. I think that the best of both worlds is probably the best next generation thing that I've seen so far. You're goddamn right it is.
0: But tell me, I want to know everything that you loved about this episode and these two episodes together because I could talk about this for hours and probably will.
1: I loved Guinan and Riker's scene. Her being like, you know, you really need to be able to let him go because he is... This is war. We ain't just doing science fun time anymore. This is straight up war.
0: <laughs> we ain't just doing science fun time anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. Buckle up. It's clock. Um. I, re- <laughs> I just feel like Gaiden's like, I didn't start this war, but I'll fucking finish it. <laughs> she's, she's prepared. They came at my yeah. people. Now I'm going to come mm-hmm. with them. She's prepared. I I love that. I love seeing the crew in sort of, you know, in combat mode and like separating the saucer section from the star drive section. Always fun. Always. It means you know, it's really two ships in one. Um,
0: (laughs) one's a putter and one's a driver, but it's fine.
1: Yeah, and the your resistance is hopeless. Number one. Oh man, from the very beginning, it's just woof. I, I do like seeing uh, Riker get a field commendation and get promoted. Um, and
0: he gets to wear the four pips. Yay.
1: I know. <laughs> um, Worf is, is solid in this one. He you is. know, He's got a couple of good lines there. I, I loved Picard's single tier as they grayed him out as he was fully assimilated. There is
2: one moment where you think for just a second it's it's gonna work
1: and they're gonna blow it up and kill picard and then it's just like wah wah nope didn't do anything like they spent no they're like we got a lot of we got to show a a bunch of dead ships so we're gonna save our special effects budget and just say it did nothing okay (laughs) just say it did nothing we don't want to show it which was great um the fire all weapons moment um Towards the end was really fun when they did separate and go after it. Uh, I like that Data interfaced with the Borg, and that's how they were able to figure it out. I wasn't quite clear about how the feedback loop in the sleep setting would cause an explosion, but we'll get to that. Um, I love that all the patterns were named Riker. <laughs> <laughs> Attack pattern, Riker Alpha. Riker 1. To initiate riker beta i'm like okay maybe it's best you're not a captain because you're a little bit of an egomaniac no actually that's that's common practice
0: when you're doing in starfleet when you're doing a um a maneuver it's either named after the original book like the original page it's in in the book or who created it and since it is all brand new since this is literally created for this scenario and is designed to rebel against normal Starfleet tactics. That's why it's called Riker, 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 Riker.
1: Uh Record Record one nine. Record Record one nine. Um Shelby got her wish. She got to be first officer. She did. Uh, which was, you know, kinda of fun. I I love that it was Data and Beverly who saved Picard and saved the day, really. Yep. The others were there. Deanna but, helped. Come on.
0: Like legitimately helped. <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Don't give
0: me a maybe. She was able maybe. to confirm that it is actually him they are speaking to.
2: Hmm. Well, anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so snarky. Uh,
1: no, it was. It was. It was emotional. It was climactic. It had a menace to it, and it really seemed like they weren't going to win there for a little bit. I mean obviously not because we know the show goes on. But god, wouldn't that be a way to end a series <laughs> and everyone gets assimilated. The end. <laughs> the end. Wow. Wow. Uh Gene Roddenberry got dark. <laughs> Anyways, uh yeah, the Guinan scene was everything. Picard's great. Also shirtless Picard was a nice treat.
0: Mm-hmm. And pantless Picard.
1: <laughs> there are there are some there are some things that I'll talk about in the other section, but uh yeah. Yeah, it's very good. What did you love? The,
0: uh, yeah, his his bottom half was as short as your shorts.
1: <laughs> Which, for our audience reference, I'm wearing a dance belt, so
0: he is, and not not a like brief dance belt, not a padded brief set. They make those. Yeah,
1: they do. Ugh, fucking
0: losers. <laughs> <laughs> that is my dance belt because I don't like floss. <laughs> you don't like
2: floss? No. What's the
1: point? If that's what I mean. A dance belt is. A dance belt is saying to a jockstrap, hold my beer. <laughs> a dance belt is so people can't
0: see your dick. That's the purpose. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about your panty
2: line. Okay. What do you got? What do you love? I love, I adore this episode. I
0: adore its canonical implications, which are vast. And I adore all of the performances. I think it was beautifully written and that it does actually feature the main cast in really interesting ways that it's, that are not necessarily expected. I mean, of course we expect Dr. Crusher to try and fix Picard, but like the fact that she's partnering with Data, the fact that they're hacking into the network together, the fact that Deanna is actually present and making a viable contribution to his recovery. The fact that they do the opposite with the, sauc- with the saucer section and actually have it disrupt sensors, which is a brilliant tactical move and something that would not be expected because there are all those families on board. So, you know, I mean, I guess since they just lost 11,000 people, they're like, eh, what's, what's 500 families? It's fine.
1: Right. But, I mean... Also, sh- they should probably offload the families now. Now that they're like, oh, we're at war with the Borg. Maybe after they do the repairs, they can just, like, let people stay on Earth? Just, like, offload some of them? You'd
0: think, but no. They, they cling to no. it for a long time. Ugh, terrible. And, I mean, I will say that Starfleet steps up its tactical after this encounter, since they just had a fleet of ships destroyed. And mind you, it wasn't the entire fleet. It's not like there are only 40 ships in Star 41 ships in Starfleet, but... Everyone who is close
1: by. Yeah, they, d- they do come across as pretty toothless, <laughs> looking at that. Like, oh, well, you just got fucked completely.
0: And I mean, it's something that had never happened to Starfleet before. They were pretty cocky, obviously, because their flagship has families on it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's a pretty cocky place to be. And they were definitely humbled by this experience. But I love... I love all of the interactions. I love the special effects where the Enterprise just goes whole hog and really lets everything loose. I loved the Animatter spread. I thought that was fabulous. I love Picard reaching out and grabbing Beverly's arm. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Basically what happens is that with the feedback loop, the Borg follow the command, but then then within the subroutines it registers that it's an artificial command and it creates like a panic loop.
1: So it registers that it's an artificial command and doesn't just not do the command? No. Instead, it's like someone who's not the collective ordered sleep. Oh my God! And then it blows up. It's like
0: <laughs> it's like a virus input, but I'm, I'm guessing this is one of the things you hate, so. <laughs> it wasn't all. Oh yeah. Jean-Luc Picard nude scenes, was it?
1: No. No, it was not, Cameron. So, speaking of Jean-Luc Picard, the dramatic way that they put that egg beater on his arm was like... Supposed to be so horrifying, but it was just silly. It was just dumb. <laughs> it just like just barely rotates, barely moves. So like we're going full hog, and like this is the scary Borg arm thing. Ooh, <laughs> look at it move! Ooh, they do get better. Uh, I I would hope. I would really hope because <laughs> they look so dumb. Um, so that was that was silly, and I didn't I didn't care for it when Picard freaks out they do have like 160s fight moment for just 1 second but then data puts a puts an end to it yep real quick which is actually a good thing i liked that i love how dramatic the ending is with Picard like not being okay and staring out the window but i don't like the final scene where it's like well shelby's going to head up the task force And uh, I'm gonna continue being your first officer, and nothing has really changed for us. (laughs) Also, thousands of people just died, and we're just like, (laughs) well, just another day at the office, right? I'm just like, it's it's weird that that's the tone you strike, and then Picard actually like takes it in, where it's like, (laughs) it just felt very strange that after this very dramatic, very tense, very military episode, it's just like, well. Just another day at the office, right, kids? <laughs> so Shelby's going to go do her crazy fleet thing, whatever that's even for. Uh, and uh, I'm just going to worry about my career myself. Everybody else just calmed down. Right, Captain? And Picard's, like, shaking and not okay. And is like, yep, everything's fine now. <laughs> <laughs> like, ew, that part was just... Str- that scene was just strange to me. Um, but then also... How they defeated the Borg, like, doesn't... As soon as they put them to sleep, I was like, okay, now grab them in the tractor beam and haul them into a sun. Like, done. Throw them into our sun. Great. Fuck them up. No, it's just like, well, we put them to sleep, Captain, and now they're super duper asleep. Now they're even more... Now they're so asleep, they're going to explode. (laughs) I I thought that 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 whole feedback loop thing was dumb I, th- I like i chose to interpret it as they thought that they were going to get captured and deassimilated, assimilated and so they self-destructed but nope they went out of their way to be like well it created a feedback loop and they blew up we did that we did that to them <laughs> so yeah i didn't i didn't care for that that seemed like a kind of a, a dumb boy we're <laughs> they're looking at page count on the script they're like we gotta they just the thing just has to blow up okay we're out of time. It just has to blow up now. Just just make it blow up. I don't care how data does it. D- Handwave data blows it up. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. No, it's the constraints of television. It's fine. But yeah. was there anything about this episode you didn't care for? I, uh,
0: it's, it's honestly the Borg makeup still. It's better. Oh, it's so bad. It's better than it was. But like for First Contact they Picard has several flashback scenes and they actually redo his makeup in the style of first contact and that is what i picture when i think of lecutus of borg and it's it's just really hard for me to come back and see this this razzmatazz thrown together eggbeater shit show that that is actually here yeah
1: i mean if it was cosplay i'd be super impressed <laughs> but it's supposed to be you know a professional television show and it looks it looks like early doctor who bad yeah like i've said it's like it's like this the cybermen via hr geiger yeah it's not it's not great um
0: but that's about it i i don't even mind the feedback loop they go on to explain some things about borg subsystems later so it'll all start to make sense they work it into canon everything is okay but like yeah just just the makeup makes me sad. Although I do, it is my goal to have a full Borg suit before the end of the year. Not that I'll be able to wear it anywhere, but...
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure you can still find some personal use for it. Well, of course. You will be ass <laughs> Look at this arm attachment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, 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 wow,
1: wow. Oh, there's got to be some TNG porno out there that's got the the Borg, but they're like called the Dong or something.
0: Well, I'm sure there is. Lots of Q in TNG porn for some reason.
1: I think it's just another, another way to well, but Q can shapeshift. It's true. So, Q who? <laughs>
0: <laughs> all in all, I think it's a pretty great I think it's a pretty great second part. Because
1: Yeah, I'd be interested to watch it all the way through as one. Absolutely. Should we quote it?
0: Yeah, let's quote this bitch. Mr. Data, what the hell happened?
1: I successfully planted a command into the board collective consciousness. It misdirected them to believe that it was time to regenerate. In effect, I put them all to sleep. To sleep? <laughs> the knowledge and experience of the human Picard is part of us now it has prepared us for all possible course of action your resistance is hopeless number 1 we will proceed to earth and if you attempt to intervene we will destroy you then take why would they leave them alive i'm sorry that was the other thing that bothered me It's just like, work on a boogie now. Don't come after us. Well, because they don't view them as a threat. They literally just (gasps) destroyed the entire fleet.
0: It's like, what's one other ship? So
2: why not destroy one more ship?
0: I just, sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. You're fine. Then take your best shot, Lacutus, because we're about to intervene.
1: The Borg have neither honor nor courage. That is our greatest advantage. I loved that line. Worf. Klingon species. A warrior race. You too will be assimilated. The Klingon Empire will never yield. Why do you resist? We only wish to raise quality of life for all species. I like my species the way it is.
0: Hilarious. (laughs) We're no longer fighting the Borg. We're fighting the life experience they've stolen from Captain Picard. Now, how the hell do we defeat an enemy that knows us better than we know ourselves?
2: As for Picard, a
1: great man has been lost. Your captain, my
0: friend. Commander, we don't have to like each other to work well together. As a matter of fact, I'd like you to continue to keep me on my toes.
1: Some might define that as the role of a first officer.
0: Damn, you are ambitious, aren't you, Shelby? They totally did it. Commander Shelby, take an away team and confirm that the Borg are asleep.
1: Delighted, sir.
2: How do you feel? (laughs) How do you feel?
1: (laughs) We miss you, Pulaski. How do you feel? (laughs) Almost human, with just a bit of a headache. How much do you remember? Everything. Including some brilliantly unorthodox strategy from a former first officer of mine. Captain Riker, (laughs) based on our past relationship, there's no reason for me to expect to become first officer. except. That you need me. I know how to get things done. And I have the experience in the Borg.
0: And you have a lot to learn, Commander. Yes, sir. Almost as much as I had to learn when I came on board as Captain Picard's first officer. A fact he reminded me of when I commented on what a pain in the neck you
1: are. What a pain in the
0: fucking ass you are.
1: I just, I I don't have patience for this Sam and Diane bullshit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't lie to me. You live
1: for this Sam
0: and Diane bullshit.
1: Yes, did I nag my wife into marrying me? Maybe. <laughs> How long would it take to execute that? I don't do
0: Beverly. Oh, you're right. Sorry.
1: <laughs>
2: I don't
0: do Beverly. <laughs> I don't. Who the fuck is Beverly? I'm Pulaski or nothing. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, we miss you. How long would it take to execute that?
1: That's the problem. Two to three weeks. In two or three weeks. Nanites may be all that's left of the Federation.
0: To Picard's empty chair. What would you do?
1: I'm sure Captain Picard would
0: have something meaningful and inspirational to say right now. To tell the truth, I wish you were here. Because I'd like to hear it too. I know how difficult this transition has been for all of you. I can take over for him, but I could never replace Captain Picard. Nor would I ever try. Whatever the outcome, I'm sure our efforts in the coming battle will justify his faith in all of us. Way to go, Riker! Whipping it out! Rand! Ring.
1: <laughs> Ring <under. laughs>
2: Troy to bridge. Data has made
1: contact with Captain Picard. First contact. Shut up. <laughs> Lieutenant, a few years ago I watched a freshman cadet past four upperclassmen on the last hill of the 40-kilometer run on Dulula 2. The damnedest thing I ever saw. The only freshman to ever win the Academy Marathon. I made it my business to get to know that young fellow, and I got to know him very, very well, and I'll tell you something. I never met anyone with more drive, determination, or more courage than Jean-Luc Picard, and there is no way in hell that he would assist the Borg. I want that clear. Of course, that, Admiral. He is a
0: casualty of war. Locutus of Borg, this is Captain William T. Riker of the USS Enterprise. You may speak. We
1: wish to end the, end the hostilities. Then you must unconditionally surrender. We are prepared to meet to discuss your terms. It is unlikely you are prepared to discuss terms. It is more likely that this is an attempt at deception.
0: Come now, Locutus. If Picard's knowledge and experience are part of you, then you know that I've never lied to him. You should also implicitly trust me. Is that not so?
1: Picard implicitly trusts you. Then trust me now. Meet to discuss your terms. You will disarm all your weapons and escort us to Sector 001, where we will begin assimilating your culture and techno. Mr. Gleason, can you pinpoint
0: the source of the Borg transmission? I can put you within 30 meters of it, sir. O'Brien,
1: report. The Borg have adopted their electromagnetic field to prevent main transportation functions, sir. As expected. Mr. Data, Mr. Worf, you will proceed as we discussed. I, Captain.
0: We would like time to prepare our people for
1: assimilation. Preparation is irrelevant. Your people will be assimilated as easily as Picard has been. Your attempt to delay will not be successful, number one. We will proceed to Earth, and if you attempt to intervene, we will destroy you.
0: Then take your best shot, Lacutis, like because we're about to intervene.
2: When a man is convinced he's going to die tomorrow, he'll probably find a way to make it happen. The only one who can turn this around is you.
0: I'll do the best I can.
2: You're gonna have to do something you don't wanna do. You'll have to let go of Picard. Did he ever tell you why we're so close? No. Oh. Well, let me just say that our relationship is beyond family. Our relationship is beyond friendship, beyond family. And I will let him go. And you must do the same. There can only be one captain.
0: It's not that simple. This was his crew. He wrote the book on this ship.
2: If the Borg know everything he knows, it's time to throw that book away. You must let him go, Riker. It's the only way to beat him. The only way to save him. Ugh. So good. Well, Cameron. Yes, Daniel. How many menacing egg beater arms would you give this one? Ah, <laughs> uh,
0: this is one of my fives for sure. It's there. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's damn close. And I, I adore this episode. I. It's one that I watch rewatch every year, just because I I love it. It's it's a remarkable feat, and it's a remarkable bit of television.
1: Yeah, I'll give it a four point six. Wow. That is your highest rating. I know, but I'm still holding on to that five. Can't just give out my TNG five like a slut. <laughs> sure you can. Yeah, five is about right.
0: Yeah, it's It's remarkable. Well, we have loved it, hated it, quoted it, and rated it, and that just leaves one last thing for us to do. That's for me to wish you all to not just have a great week, but to make it so. And for Dan to say,
1: keep on trekking. Discussion is irrelevant. There are no terms. You will disarm. Dis- you will dis- um Cameron, I swear to Christ.
0: <laughs> I'll see what I can do to put some Borgy effects on you when you, whenever you're lucid. Borg me. Yeah, I'll Borg you. Fucking Borg you.
1: Ernest Borgnine over there. <laughs> um- Grandpa, no. Yes! <laughs> No, Ernest Borg, seven of nine. There you go. Sorry, it's just the, the antimatter spread is what I, I call lifting my cheeks apart. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Cut that one out. Cut that one out. I don't know.
0: We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling about yeah. you.
1: <laughs> the
0: antimatter spread. God damn it. A dance belt is so people can't see your dick. That's the purpose. Nobody gives a shit about your panty line. I mean, I do. Well, of course you do. It's because you're a whore. (laughs) (gasps) Wow. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. All right. Well. (laughs) Well, this episode is over, and it's been fun. Sorry about that, pal. That was uncalled. No,
1: what? You're, you you can call me whatever you want, man. It's okay. Call me a dirty little manslet. It's fine. <laughs> call me a whore. Call me a fucking whore. <laughs> I would never want to kink shame you, though. I, I'm good with all kinds of shame. I love it. <laughs> Just follow me around at the bell. Shame! <laughs> That'd be a
0: fun cosplay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, all right.
0: Actually, when we get to the episode, we could do a really fun cosplay with you as Picard and me as someone else, but, like, cross it over so that I'm also wearing the nun's outfit.
1: That's a very specific reference that you'll have to remind me of oh, I when will. we get to whatever it is you're talking about oh, in will. vague generalities. <laughs> a Secret Weapon Production.